I'm Desiree. I'm a stay-at-home mom to three. I'm doing life a little backwards. Hey, I'm Denise. I'm a mom to one, and I'm still trying to figure out motherhood. We've been friends since the sixth grade, but motherhood brought us closer. We'll be talking all about motherhood, life, and so much more. Join us each episode as Desiree and I discuss it, along with some special guests to hear all about their stories of motherhood. Welcome to the shit show. I mean, motherhood uncensored. (laughs) Hello, friends, and welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back. I'm glad y'all are coming back to listen. Right? I've had, like, so many people that are like, oh, my gosh, you started the podcast. How's it going? I'm like, we recorded one episode. Right. We're yeah. still we're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> trying to figure out what to do. It's not that. It's like trying to find time, time to do it. Like our time, like like when you're yeah. available to do it, yeah. I'm not. And then whenever I have time, you're busy, and it's just yeah. like just trying well, to like, find like the time. Yesterday, I spent like two like. I yesterday I saw someone who was like, Oh my god, it's Taco Tuesday. And I was like, No, it's not. It's Monday. Right. And then I realized that I spent the last two days baking and doing cake orders. So I was like, Oh, oh I it lost is. a lot of time. Yeah. Right. But we're back. back. Um we're back. You know, we can keep this going. Yes. Um, we're we're a mess. But yeah, we are. We're trying. And so, you know, today's topic is um, things they don't tell you about motherhood. And man, is there a lot? <laughs> yeah, they don't tell you like, like you're gonna have a life, but like, man, it's gonna be like so consumed by everything. Yeah, and like trying to find the time to just do anything is it's is crazy. Almost, yeah, it's like almost impossible. It, it really is man they don't they don't tell you a lot of things you know i wish they had like a a book or something but like here's what to expect you may expect it but somebody else may not you know right like the what to expect when you're expecting is like this is what happens when you use you lose your mucus plug and yes. babies poop that's that's all those books tell you like they mm-hmm. don't tell you that like you're going to wake up. You're going to get your kids ready for school. You have to get them to and from school. You have to make sure the youngest one has breakfast and snacks and put them down for a nap. And then you have to clean your house and uh, figure out what to make for dinner, make dinner, get the kids picked up from school, you know, get them an after school snack because they're starving by the time they get home. The thing that gets Uh, me is that, I knew, you know, having a children is going to be, like, time-consuming. But, man, they don't prepare you for having to keep this child entertained all day. Like, Yes. How am I supposed to keep this four-year-old entertained all day when he is, like, his attention span is so small, you know? He's on one thing, and then, like, the next thing, he's asking a totally different question. And I'm like, I'm still on the other subject. When did we change? Like, Right. And then, but on top of that, like, you have to, you have to do everything else, too. Yeah. It's like keep this kid entertained, but also you, you know clean your you house. Have, you have to make yeah, you have to clean your house. You have laundry to do. Like uh do the kids have clean clothes? Like seriously. When was the last time you showered? Apparently my son's football team requires no shorts. I mean shorts with no pockets for like flag football games. 
So I got my son a pair ready yesterday. My husband changed him. So when I got to the game, I was like, why is he wearing these shorts? They don't even match. And he's like, it's because they don't have pockets. And I'm like, what? Since when is this a thing? Like, right? Life's crazy, man. I know. And then, like, there's so much. There's so much. Well, you know, you know, it's easier now that, I mean, it's not easier, but, you know, it's easier to adapt now that they're older. But whenever, like, you know, our children were younger, there were a lot of things that, like, stunned me because nobody told me what it was going to be like. Right? Like, I had no idea um, when my first was born. Like, man, she spit up all the time. It was like she ate, she'd spit up. Like, I didn't realize, I was like, oh, that's normal. Babies spit up. Like, no, like, she probably had, like, reflux. And yeah. But I was, I was 19 at the time. I'm like, she just, and it was all over the place. Like I'd take her to Walmart and we'd be walking down the aisle and she'd just like spit up all down the aisle. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then we'd move like two aisles over and then she'd do it again. And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And she's only like three months old at this point. Like how much, how much fluids can a baby have? Exactly. Man. Nobody tells you. <laughs> no one tells you. And you know what? Like, no one told me how to breastfeed. Like, oh, definitely. It that was one. just like, here's here's the baby. Put it to your boob. They'll eat. No. No, there is so much more of that. How there is your baby so position? Do they yeah, open their like, mouth good? Do they have a tongue tie? It's like yes. And you know, I didn't. I didn't breastfeed Adriana my first, and then by the time Jacob came, like I didn't know he had a tongue tie, and I'm like, why is it? like excruciatingly painful like had to bite a towel I'm in tears every time he nursed and I was like this is normal like is this is not this is what breastfeeding is what gets me like what make me angry is it's just gonna hurt for a couple weeks it shouldn't hurt at all if the child is latched right like yes Obviously, see, it's going to be painful because you're not having anything suck on your 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 breast, so that's going to be painful. But it shouldn't be painful for like months, and right? And see, I thought like, oh, they're just going to be tender like this for a while. Like I thought that was normal. Yeah, and then they were like, no, um, he has a tongue tie. He's not latching properly. He's not eating like he should, and. Yeah, I had no idea any of that was a thing. And he was my second child. Like, yeah, that's things that, like, they don't tell you when you become a mom is, like, how to breastfeed. But not only how to breastfeed, how to stop. Yeah, that was hard. Because, like, you got a bottle in a baby. It's like, okay, no more bottle. Here's a sippy cup. Like, you have a breastfed baby that only knows the breast. It's like, how do that you stop? That was so hard. Like, yeah. how do you stop? We're a year into this, and I don't know what, I don't know how to stop. I know. There's so much. If you could go back, what is one thing, like, you wish someone told you? I think it's just trust your instincts, you know, like, mm-hmm. you're doing a good job. But, man, it's okay to feel... I don't want to say regret, but, like, that you're going to miss your old life. You know, having young children is so hard. And nobody prepares you for, like, 
the drastic change one day, you know, you're not responsible for somebody. And the next day, it's like, man, I have to be responsible for this little human. I have to make sure I'm raising this human right. Is this little human getting like the right nutrition? Am I doing good? Did I yell too much today? But I think like the most important thing would be it's okay to feel like you're not okay after giving birth to a baby because I would have like dark thoughts after and I thought it was baby blues and I was like it's not supposed to last this long are you sure this is normal but nobody talks about that nobody tells you what to expect you know not every woman like goes through that but if somebody would like shared their story with me that went through through something similar like I think I would have been it could have helped me Mm -hmm. and I also think you know what are you supposed to do with the baby all day right (laughs) are you sure that this like little like newborn is supposed to be latched for two hours and like off for 30 minutes and then wants to be latched again like or man there's just so much am I giving solids too early am I not giving enough milk it's just man I don't know, I guess. And then just to that you're going to be lonely, that it's going to feel so lonely. (laughs) Yes. One of our listeners had commented saying how lonely motherhood is. And it really is like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I have friends. I do have friends. I go hang out with my friends. Like we go to park dates. But there's also days where it's like I'm alone at home with a one-year-old all day. I don't have an adult conversation probably until my husband gets home sometimes. And it's like. And half the time it's not even like you get, you don't get to have like just conversations about what's going on in your lives. It's about the kids. It's about what's for dinner, laundry. What do we need to do? Yes. And it's mom, 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 mommy, mom, mom. Exactly. <laughs> that. It's so lonely. It, it is. It is so lonely. But. I, if I had to go back and say, and I'd say it sooner, is I would join like a mom's group of some type. Yes, because I didn't do that with my first. Well, well, with with my first, I was working. Yeah. Uh, the majority of it, I had a good six months with her at home before I started working again, and then, um, I worked for almost like two years, you know, and she was about three years old when I was finally back home with her again um and then I was pregnant with Jacob but at that time it was it was super lonely like I mean we lived next door to my parents so I was there like every day and then my parents went on vacation and I was like I have no one to hang out with like yeah I don't know what to do and it was so lonely so lonely and then I joined a mom's group and it was probably one of the best things I could have ever done. And I wish I would have done it sooner because exactly, you're going to find those moms that are in the same stage as life as you, you know, they're going to understand what you're going through, how you feel, but it's also going to get you out of the house, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, that's how I finally got you out. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it took me like <laughs> forever, but I finally came. Right. And, I, and I, I'd also say, like, it's okay to ask for help, too, you know? Yeah. Like, and especially, like, there's four, what what is it? Four trimesters. The fourth trimester. The fourth trimester. Like, when you are home, 
you are sleep deprived. You didn't sleep in the hospital. It is okay to ask for help for someone to come over and like bring you coffee or you don't have to do everything. Yeah. You don't have to do everything, but it's okay to ask for that help to be like, can you come over and, and hold a baby while I take a nap and shower? Like that is the biggest thing I think anyone has ever done for me. Exactly. It's like just those little things. They may seem little to like the people who are helping, but man, it like, gosh, just having a break and not having to worry about your child, like for like even 30 minutes is like, it's so amazing. Yeah. And now that they're older, like definitely taking a break is needed. Like it is so needed. Last, what was that? Last, last week on Friday, like, you know, my husband's off. So I dropped the kids off at school. I left the youngest with him and I went and I like, I enjoyed going to get an oil change in my car. (laughs) I called a friend and she picked me up and we went and we sat by ourselves because her kids are in school too. Um, And we sat by ourselves at a coffee, at a coffee shop. Like, like it was like a movie. (laughs) Right. But we sat like at a cute little bar in a coffee shop facing the window and we just watched the traffic and we just enjoyed coffee together. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much I needed just something like that. That's exactly like this past weekend. I had an exam on actually yesterday. And one of my friends from the gym invited me to go to like watch a weightlifting competition. And I was like, no, I can't go. You know, I have to study. I have an exam on Tuesday, but my husband like urged me to go. He's like, you need, you need a break, get out and go. So we went up to the city and like, I was gone literally all day, but it was so nice not having to be asked, can you do this for me? Can you wipe my butt? Can I have a snack? Can we go outside? And then what's for dinner or just have to like tend to my husband and child. It was getting to relax and not have to worry about anybody else it was yeah. like and you know we need to take them more often but then like life gets you feel so crazy. guilty you don't have time right and you shouldn't feel guilt like of, of course like we feel guilty for it yeah but like you don't need to feel guilty because no we're not just moms yeah you know we need a chance to be ourselves to find who we are outside of our children yes because we're not just moms like it's not just about doing laundry and doing dishes and making meals and taking care of baby that's not all we are exactly you know and it's so hard to find it though like you just you I get you know like you don't feel guilty just get out and go like it really will make you feel so much better and if you're taking care of yourself you're gonna it'll it shows like the next day I was in such a great mood. I wanted to like, Oh, let me entertain my son. Like, let's go out and do fun things. You're not, you just don't feel as drained. as yeah. You don't need to um, feel like you have to have all of that weight on your shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to get caught up in just being a mom, but it's okay to just be yourself too. Yeah. I also think, you know, one thing that I wish somebody would have, you know, explained or told me, hey, this might happen, is that, you know, your relationship with your husband is not going to be the same. Yes. 
Um, that was like, oh gosh, you know, I dealt with, you know, postpartum depression and that played a huge role in like marital problems for us. Um, it was just so hard. Nobody like told you that, Hey, you, you're going to have a rough couple like months, even like years, like adjusting to new life with the child. It's not just you and your husband anymore. And, you know, we're doing great now. But those first couple of years were just so hard because you, I would do something a certain way and he wouldn't. And then we would butt heads over it or I would be tired or he would fall asleep and I'd want him to do something to help. And it was just like nobody ever prepares you for how you're going to feel towards your husband. Not that I didn't love him. It's just I was so frustrated. I mean, he was a great dad. He was very hands on. But man, like the feelings changed for a while. Oh, yeah. And not only that, like it's, it puts a lot of pressure on just your entire marriage. Like, you know, we went from having two full time incomes, you know, could do whatever we wanted. And then we had kids and then, you know, um, had to pay for childcare while we were working. And then obviously it came to a point where it was just like, okay, I need to stay home. And we went down to one income. Like, you know, I always see like a lot of people are like, oh, must be nice that, that, you know, you get to stay home and, and this and that. And I'm like, well, not really, because we went from two incomes down to one, yeah. you know, and that's hard too, because then you have to, you know, your kid wants to do experience so it's like you know they want to do sports and this and that and it's like well do we have the the money to do that you know yeah Uh, can we can we do this and it's wanting to do those experiences too and that's what makes it hard too is it's like you want to do those experiences with your family you want to travel you want to do this you want to do that um but it's not always like in the plans you know and Definitely no one, no one tells you that about becoming a parent. It's always about the baby, about this, but they don't talk about how a lot of things like money, for instance, is, is going to change eventually, mm-hmm. you know, and that's hard too. Cause you know, like, like for myself, I, we had kids early, um, you know, I was 19 and then all of my friends are off to college and doing this and starting their lives. But I started a family and then, you know, by 22, we were having another kid and that's when I was staying home. And that's when all my friends were graduating college, you know, and they're starting their careers, but I never got that chance yeah, to do that. You know, because it meant I'd have to find childcare. I'd have to do this. Um, and you kind of just put your life on hold. Yep. And that's hard. And I don't think, I don't think we think of that. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, my kids stopped me from doing anything. But it was, I had to be the responsible one, I guess. Um, yeah. For for our kids, you know, because of course my husband he works hard, um, but he has no choice but to work hard. 
he has to work hard outside of the home so I can take care of everything inside the home. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's tough. No one, no one prepares you for that, you know? I'm just like, oh, it's so hard. There's so many things, you know? It's just, man, there's a lot of, am I doing this right? Is this okay? Right. That's a, that's Nobody, a big thing, too. It's like you call your mom for everything. It's like, is this supposed to happen? Did I do this right? How do you do this? Man, I still call my mom every day. I called my mom yesterday after read, um after my son's parent teacher conference I was like this is what she said and this is what happened like she's like okay and I was like well I don't know do you have anything to say like (laughs) and then and then like at the same time they're that it I mean we're gonna do it eventually your moms are like well when you were this way you're like I don't want to hear your advice mom (laughs) I know gosh and you know what nobody prepares you for is the sass from your child like, oh, they are so sassy. My son literally just, like, started rolling his eyes for everything. And my gosh, like, it's so cute. But I'm like, I can't entertain it because then he's going to keep doing it. But oh, I know. Oh. No, it, okay, so my son has no volume button. Like, none whatsoever. So he, like, yells for everything. Like, just a normal conversation. Dude is yelling. And I'm like, can we just be quiet? Yeah, nobody tells you how overstimulating it is. Like, you can't. That. Oh, gosh. You're like, I just need five minutes. Please be quiet. I will put a show on. Don't talk to me for five minutes. I'm going to go crazy. Yes. And, like, it makes me feel like a bad mom, in a sense. Like, because, you know, no... Yeah, no one tells you that you are going to feel that way. They always just make it seem like, oh, you're going to play with your kids. Like, you're going to have a good day with them. You're going to do this and that. And that's how that's how it's going to be. No yeah. one tells you that your brain is just going to go insane with noise, with the baby crying, the kids arguing, you know, the constant the TV mouth, mom, 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 mom. Oh. And I can't. Just, I can't. I can't do it either. No. And then, like my husband can't. gets home, and then like, of course, he plays video games. I hate it. Oh, I know. And then they're like <laughs> yelling at the TV, and the baby's crying, and then the kids are playing, and then they're yelling, and you're trying to make dinner. Like, oh, you just got to step outside. Lord help me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I wish I was the crafty mom that sat down and we painted and we colored together and we made food together and I let the kids help cook. No, like, oh my gosh, I let my son help me cook dinner the other night. I was dying inside, not trying to like correct him. And it's like, it's okay, Denise. We, if it's okay, if it takes 40 minutes to make a meal. It's okay. He needs to learn how to do this. It's okay. Like, I was going insane. I'm, like, so not, like, patient enough for it at this point. Man. I know. Like, and I feel like if, like, COVID wasn't a thing and I didn't have them at home 24-7 for a year, like, I'd probably be a lot better off. (laughs) I feel that. 
but it is hard like and even like trying to like I feel so bad sometimes like trying to read them a book at night and put them down for bed is it's like okay the baby's in the living room crying because she's ready for bed and I'm trying to read the kids a book and I still have to go clean up the kitchen and one kid isn't listening to the book and he's trying to like talk and and interrupt as I'm trying to read the book and I'm just like can you just let me read the fucking book already exactly I just like keep reading I keep (laughs) I talk louder over mine I hate it I was like there's that book and I've seen it like shared on like Facebook and stuff yes I know exactly what you're talking about go the fuck to sleep oh my gosh (laughs) nobody tells you how many questions your kid has five minutes before bedtime oh or my i'm God. thirsty i need to go to the bathroom can i have a snack no why you can't have any son? of that close your eyes and go to bed like, yeah why is that my son like he's like oh but i needed gosh. to do this for like and it's always after i've already tucked him in yeah exactly like, he's like you didn't tuck me in and i'm like i just tucked you in you didn't give me a kiss good night oh yes gosh. i gave you like 10 kisses good night he's like you didn't do this for me Where's dad? And I'm like, dad's coming. He's feeding the dogs. Like, go the fuck to sleep. Oh, my gosh. I know. (laughs) Like, I need the book because I get that book so much now because I'm constantly, every single night, saying it in the back of my head. Just just (sighs) go the fuck to sleep. Seriously, I feel that on a whole other level. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I want to cuddle them. And then, like, I feel bad if I have to, like, get mad at them. And I'm like just go to bed and like have to really get on to them and then of course they get all upset and about it I know and then they like finally fall asleep and I find myself like crawling into bed being like I'm sorry I love you <laughs> I didn't mean that I'm just tired I'm hangry okay <laughs> yeah no one tells you that no one tells you that gosh I know Ever. Ever. oh I know I but nobody tells you how much you like low-key love being a mom and love your children either like oh, right I, I may like complain about them and how hard it is and feel like basically what am what am I trying to say like nobody tells you how much you're gonna love it you know some days you just it's it's not it man it's just not it and then other days right. you, they just look at you and they say something <laughs> Or they, like, give you a kiss on your cheek and have a good day, mom. And it's like, oh, what did I yeah. do to deserve this kid? It's like, it's for all of the random, like, hey, mom. And you're like, yeah. And they're like, I love you. Like, oh, I know. It's, the, it's why we do it. It's why exactly. we do Oh, I know. Especially when my son, he'll be like, hey, mom. And I'm like, what? And he's like, you're the best. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, it's just you're right. The best too. I know. Oh, I just—they're so perfect, man. They can drive you insane, but oh yeah, they're so fun. They're so fun. I don't think I could like. I mean, I say like, oh, I wish I could do things differently, but I don't think I'd ever want to. Yeah, like you know, you gotta. I guess there's like another yeah what they don't tell you is you just gotta figure it out yourself yeah just, you know yeah just do it help um when you need it um 
do things for yourself. But you also have to realize that not every kid is the same. Not mm-hmm. every parenting situation is the same. Not everybody parents the same way. Exactly. Um, and you have okay. to figure out what works best for you. Yeah. You know, you yeah. could read that a thousand books, but it's still not going to prepare you as much. Exactly. And nobody ever tells you, like, how much unsolicited advice you're going to get to oh how to God. raise your children. I hate that. Maybe you should do this. Should they be eating that? Did they, like, I don't know. They're acting a little weird. And I'm like, no, they're fine. Leave them alone. I'm not worried. <laughs> right. I mean, I get in some situations where I'm like, oh, my God, no. Like, I didn't I didn't think of that. You know, yeah. there's, there's some. But it's also hard because, like, I've been approached wrongly about yes. how to do something and I and I talked about that a little um in our previous episode is um you know I didn't realize then that Jacob was total sensory seeking you know he obviously just ticks differently like he is just he's his whole he's beating to the he's yes. walking to the beat of his own drum that's what he's doing yes and I had people like oh you need to do this for him you need to that's just not right. He needs to act better. You need to discipline him more. And that's not the case. And so, like, you know, when I I see other people, like, I get super nervous to, like, hey, maybe you should try this. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, like, as moms, like, we think, I don't get it because we think, like, you know, we should say something, but then at the same time, we're like, well, I hate when we don't want to overstep. Yeah. Like when I see people, but it's something I will always, um, always do. And this is another, like, I wish they would have told me, accept any car seat advice. Exactly. So many people get like bothered by it. Yeah. They get so mad at you. When you say, hey, your kid's not in the right car seat or they shouldn't be And we're not like even that. trying to, like, judge. It's just like, hey, nobody told me and I want to help you because, God forbid, anything happens and your child's not buckled in safely. Like, Right. It's such a hot topic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you gotta... Things like that, you have to do your research on. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, well, they're big now. They can... They can be out of the little infant carrier one no like they still need to be in a smaller car seat and I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. yeah I and see because some they babies that are like one or younger still forward facing and I'm like man ain't none of my business you know like because you don't want to people obviously you want to say something but people will attack you and some people will take it the wrong way and others really take it like the information and use it I, I wrote on somebody's post on Instagram, hey, I don't think, like, I, I was so kind about it. I, like, was, like, just pointing out how when your child's forward-facing and you're using the anchors, that you have to place the anchors in the forward-facing slot, not the rear-facing slot. And that, you know, when they're forward-facing, the, the straps have to come above their shoulders, not behind. 
and I did it so nicely. She deleted my comment, and I'm like, I'm sorry if I attacked you, but I'm just trying to help you out, you know, because nobody right. told me. I Somebody- remember, like, I think I posted a picture of Jacob in, like, like right after we got a, he got a haircut, and yeah, you know, and I didn't think of it at the time like and I and it was one thing like I didn't even realize was like yeah his shoulder straps weren't um weren't where they were supposed to be um Mm -hmm. and someone was like hey you know they if he's forward facing like they really need to be and you know however you said above it above his shoulders whatever I was like oh my god like I didn't even realize it like it didn't click but it was like thank you for that advice like when it comes to your child's safety like you gotta yeah that's something you gotta accept like but some people are just so like gung-ho about they're doing whatever's right for their child and it's like sometimes you just have to mind your own business because it's gonna do more harm and you just you know hopefully nothing ever happens to their children right it's just such a hot topic and it's like some if I know the person personally I'm gonna say something but then other times it's like, do I overstep my boundaries and say something or do I just stay quiet? Mm. That's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And it's hard as moms, too, because like we feel like we're being, being judged attacked. about yeah. everything, you know. And I mean, yeah, sometimes you are like sometimes there are like there are some malicious people out there who just want to see you suffer and like, right. It's like, no, we're in this together. I want to support you because, you know, I wish I was being supported this way, you know? Let's do better. Let's support each other. Yes. Yeah. We need to support rather than judge. Mm -hmm. And that kind of goes back to, like, the whole, like, Jacob thing. Like, I know, I don't think it was out of support. I think it was out of judgment. Yeah. And there's a huge difference on how to approach people. You know, if it's not negative, negatively bothering you of how this child acts, and why do you need to give parenting advice? Like, yes, I'm just I was around Jacob when he was that age. I mean, he was just a wild little boy, but it didn't affect me or my son. So why am I going to go out of my way and be like, hey, Des, you should really look into this book and read how you should discipline and parent your child. Right. Like, no, that is so wrong. Right. Worry about your own kid, and I'll worry like if about someone mine. Were, to, were to come up to me and be like, you know, this book really helped me understand things. I would have been like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go look for the book. Yeah, but, there like, are certain ways to approach situations, and yes, that definitely was the wrong approach. But and no one tells you that. <laughs> literally, they can be like, hey, Jacob looks like he might be psych- like sensory seeking, like. Here are some resources. Maybe that might help you. That would have been a hundred percent better, right? And now this I'm book, like, your kids are like, yeah. Now I'm like totally like, like active about it. I don't not like I don't know. You're advocating. Yes, thank you. I'm advocating about it. Like you know, I didn't realize that that's what this was. Like I thought he was just a crazy two year old. You know, yeah. crazy three year old. Like no, like. They're not always, always that crazy. No. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a difference between, like, terrible twos and, like... Hey, I didn't think the twos were bad, man. Nobody tells you how awful four is going to be. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's true. They are so... Oh, gosh. You they know what? Yeah, know four, four-year-olds are the worst. 
they're so mouthy and oh my gosh I can't even right oh I'm so worried like he's gonna say something at school that happened at home and I'm like please don't tell anybody about our lives yes they're gonna turn around and be like my mom does this and I'm like no that's no, not what I do I don't do anything please don't so okay obviously like I'm not the best parent in the world and Stop. my children no bad words <laughs> But I will be proud and say that, like, they use them in the right the context, right? Yeah, context. like the right context. I will never forget, and it's probably one of my favorite stories. It's about Adriana. Adriana, <laughs> yep, yep. I love the story. And we were driving to El Paso. Um, you know, we had friends in the car with us, so it was James and and or the guy friend at the time up front. And then me and a friend in the back and Adriana was in her car seat in between us. Um, and I, a semi cut us off. Um, and we slammed on our brakes and we all went forward. Like could have had a nice case of whiplash there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and You know, we all kind of like, Oh my gosh. And first thing is out of her mouth. This girl is like two and a half three and she goes that guy's a fucking dick (laughs) (laughs) no one tells you (sighs) i mean they do kind of tell you that they're they're gonna pick up on words they pick up on everything no one tells you how to react (laughs) no it's like do you laugh and she was so mad at the guy and she was just like, that guy's a fucking dick. He's a fucking dick, huh, dad? <laughs> and James is driving. He's like, oh, oh. And he starts singing Frozen. And he's just like, let it go. Let it go. And he, and she's like trying to tell him how much of a dick this guy was. Oh, my God. Uh, but you know what? She didn't just going around and like go up to them like, you're a dick. Like, she's you know, literally the sweetest kid I've she's ever the met. Sweetest thing ever. But if someone would like cut us off in traffic or honk at us, she'd be like, "That guy's a dick." I know. <laughs> and of course, here's Jacob, and I have to be proud. He's the same way. Like he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't just randomly call people mean names or tell people off. But I mean, if you're being a dick, they're gonna tell you you're being a dick. Right. Like kids okay. don't have a filter. They really don't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Gosh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just They're saying. so fun, though, man. <laughs> Hearing the things that they come up with or talk about, it's just like, you're just the cutest thing ever. Uh, they're, oh, I can't even. <laughs> I just. <laughs> they're, they're too much. No one tells you how how much they're They're so entertaining they're just so entertaining I wish yep I just I don't know there's no words sometimes there really isn't and you know I was thinking you know nobody ever like really tells you how little time you get to spend with your spouse after you have children you don't ever get that one-on-one time I mean, you get it, but it's not the same. It's like, hey, let's talk for 15 minutes about our lives. Or, like, let's go to dinner real quick, but we only have an hour. Or the neighbor said she'll watch Rhett for, like, 
this long? Do you want to stay home and sit, lay on the couch and watch a movie, or do you want to go eat? It's like, what do you do? You just, oh. Not only that, but like, when you have kids who are finally older, man, you're no one says like, "Hi, sorry, Peapod is here with us too." So, I'm sure. Oh, she just wants to talk. Can you say hi, everybody? No. Hi, Peapod. <laughs> but no one tells you, yeah, how how hard it is to make that time with your spouse. Like, you go from being able to date um, and go do whatever you want to, now we have to plan this. Now we have to find a sitter. But I now do have, have to say, when you have, like, those spontaneous moments where you can, like, hey, we have 20 minutes, let's do something real quick, it, it is, like, the- dating your spouse after, after kids is it's different. different, yeah. It is different, because then, you know what, your, your dates just yeah. include nonstop talking about your kids. <laughs> yeah, yep. But it's it's nice. Like a couple weeks ago, uh, we did. We got the chance to just randomly just go out to dinner, and it was probably one of the better dates we've had because it was more spontaneous. Um, and that's not something like you're used to. Yeah. Anymore when you have kids, like because it's always scheduled. Mm-hmm. You know things. Things like that are always scheduled. Um, And having those spontaneous trips out or just spontaneous dinners out, you know, make it so much better. They really do. I mean, obviously, we don't get to go on dates as much because, you know, we don't have family here to help. Right. But what we do is when our son's in school or when he was in daycare and, like, Zane had the day off and... I didn't have school. We would go have like a day date and they were the best. Yes. Like I live for Fridays um, because. Day dates are just so much better than night dates. They're so cute too. And it's like you have more time. Slightly. Like so like I love like that James is off on Fridays um, and the kids are in school. So usually we just have peapod but i mean she's only one so she's, she's one so it's easier she's not in the way <laughs> i don't have to deal with her as much but you know like being able to do things with your spouse just just not having to like tend to a child because they want this or they need that or can we go here can i go outside just no interruptions it's just yeah oh it's so yeah. needed it is needed, and they don't tell you that. Like, it's always focused on, like, oh, you're a family now. You're a family. Well, yeah, we're a family, but we also need to be a couple. Just you still need to date like, your spouse. Yeah, just like we need to be ourselves for ourselves. Like, we also need to be a couple for our children. We need to be partners for our children and not just a family. Exactly. Um you know, you need to focus on your marriage and your spouse just as much as you focus on your children. If not even more, because I, you know, props to the single parents out there, but 
man, when you have a supportive spouse and when you guys are like, you know, on the same page with like discipline, with routine, with like different things, you know, it's just, it's so much easier mm-hmm. knowing that they have your back. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. them kids, they try to play the, the, the Mom staff splitting, it. staff splitting. Well, Mom said no, but let me go ask dad real quick. <laughs> no, you, I said Mom no. said I could do this. And then you hear him in the other room. You're like, I did not say Or that. my favorites. all oh, your mom would never say that. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, she did. I'm like, boy, I did not say any of that. I don't know where you coming from. Oh, but you know what? Then you, you can always turn it around. You can always turn it around. And let me tell you this. Parents out there that are, you know, your first time parents. You can use those kids to your advantage. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can whisper in their ear and they're like, go tell your dad you want ice cream. And you know what happens? <laughs> Is they're like, oh, you do want ice cream? Okay, let's go. But then they kind of pick up on it after a few years. Right. And it's, it, you get the, did your mom tell you to come tell me that? Exactly. <laughs> That's us. Or sometimes when I just honestly, when I don't want to do something, I'm like, um, I think dad was calling you or why don't you go ask dad? Like, oh my God. He pulls that on me. <laughs> I'm just he like, you know, you haven't seen me. your dad in a couple days. Why don't you go ask dad if he can do that? Right. <laughs> oh, man. But I don't think I'd, I'd change. No, I wouldn't change, change anything either. It's just, no. I'm glad I know what I know now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still learning something new every day with this kid, but, you know, we're doing it. It would have been easier if I would have known staff beforehand. It would have, but, you know, I feel like we have to just like struggle, you know, to really appreciate our children. I'll add one thing in you're going to poop. If you have a child naturally, you're going to poop. I'm just saying. I mean, you have to know I that. didn't. But well, most people. Will most people do. But most you know what? You know what? I have one more thing to add. Nobody, <laughs> and I mean nobody, ever tells you how constipated and how hard that first poop after labor is. My God, that was the worst <laughs> time of my life. <laughs> nobody told no. me. I was on the toilet for. This is too much information. You I was what? on the toilet for I like thirty minutes. Out. I lucked out um, because. Like I said, we were an unplanned C-section. Yeah. Um, and I had, oh, you're fine. Um, I had friend, I had a friend message me and saying like, dude, the first time you poop, like you're going to cry. <laughs> See, mine was just and she like. she prepared me. So, so I'm preparing everyone else out there. If you had a C-section, that first poop is going to be the worst. Well, it's um, the same with natural birth too, man. Like. Yo, I don't know because I was terrified I was going to pop like my stitches open and my guts were going to fall out. I've seriously heard horror stories of that now. Why are you so She's like, but like, enough. you got to get off. It's enough, mom. I know. I guess so. But you're going to poop. It's going to suck to poop. And there's, you're just going to deal with a lot of poop. Your body's not even yours after pregnancy, so don't think it's like, oh, it's finally back to normal. Because it's not. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Your body's never yours again. Listeners, just be prepared. If you're pregnant for the first time, there's going to be poop. Yours, a baby's, 
Yeah. Whatever the case it can may even be. be your husband's, you know. You right, can... your husband's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. Our husband would probably like kill us. I know. Um, nervous pooper. Right. It's just your whole life is gonna turn into poop. Literally, it revolves around. Gosh, it's, it's a lot of poop. Especially with young boys, they're like, "Oh, did my poop looks weird? I farted." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh, can we not?" <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry to you all that are listening, and we end on a note of poop, but it's cause it's, that's always going to be the case. It's just shitty, man. <laughs> shit all show. right, all right. Yes. Parenting is a shit show. Mm-hmm. So, um, may life be on your side, and uh, you don't have any blowouts today. Exactly. Um, and... Well, thank y'all for tuning in, and hope you know. Hopefully, we'll be more on a schedule after this one. But oh my god, yeah, working just, with bear, us, bear with us. We'll get some guests on here soon, but for now, just enjoy our ranting. Yeah. We'll be more on topic. Yeah, but... it's kind of we're just we're just trying to figure it out, but we're doing I might, all right. I just might rename this the shit show. The shit show, exactly. The shit show, just our whole podcast. <laughs> enjoy listening to it y'all have a good spooky yeah, season out there i know spooky season spooky season all right <laughs> <It's here. Ooh. laughs> okay, bye okay bye <laughs>